God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of the prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't Don't forget forget to subscribe to the the Tribe of of Christians Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, the Chief Sinner. Welcome to the Tribe of Christians podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. I will be revealing the shocking Hebrew meaning for both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's names. How both of their names are connected to the years 2020, 2021, and its warning for our nation's future. Now, real quick, if you guys are listening to this message on the Tribe of Christians podcast, this message will also be available in video format that will include all of the pictographs and the charts that I am using in this message to give you a much better visual into the Hebrew letters that I will be talking about. That video will be published on our website at tribeofchristians.com, as well as our social media pages like Facebook and also on our YouTube channel. Now, for those of you who are watching this message through video, our messages are also available on podcasts through iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, iTunes, Google, and Podbean. So if you're driving into work or you're driving home from work or you're on a lunch break or you just want to tune into a podcast, our podcast is completely 100% free. Absolutely no ads are run on any of our channels. So there's no distraction, no distractions. You just click to follow or subscribe to our podcast. That way you'll be updated every single time a new message is published. Now, I got the idea the other day to look into the names of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to see if there are any significant Hebrew meanings behind their names in connection to prophecy. And what I found was so shocking and phenomenal that I absolutely could not wait to share and get this message out to you guys. It is profound. Now, as I say in every single message I do, there are no such thing as a coincidence with God. With God. Absolutely no coincidences in biblical prophecy. None. Now, the Hebrew alphabet consists of 22 letters. Now, each letter is also represented by a numerical value, and this is called gematra. There are also no vowels in the Hebrew alphabet. There's no A, E, I, O, or U like what we have in the English language. And so, if you take a name and you remove the vowels and you go to translate each letter into the Hebrew, you can discover numerical codes and names and all kinds of interesting messages that you wouldn't have otherwise 
found if you weren't looking. And sometimes there are messages to be discovered and sometimes there aren't. Now, this practice is a very well-known and studied practice. It dates all the way back to the Babylonian era in the Old Testament. And in the book of Revelation chapter 13, this is where we find the context relating to the Antichrist, his name and the mark of his name or the mark of the beast, which equals 666. And so for the last five years, beginning in the year 2017, I have used this very system to give a prophetic prediction to the yearly prophetic season every single year in September at the beginning of the Jewish New Year on the Hebrew calendar. And so far, this system has been very helpful, extremely insightful, and very accurate. And it is even more accurate in times of prophetic seasons. Now, I want to first say that I am no way, shape, or form any kind of expert in the Hebrew or Hebrew language. And so I'm not going to be speaking from the guttural letters that are announced from the back of the throat. So I'm just going to be speaking it in plain English the best that I can. Now, however, you don't necessarily have to be a scholar or a Hebrew expert to learn how to do this system. I believe just about anybody can actually do this with the right charts and the right research. So the name Joseph in the Old Testament, Jacob had 12 sons, which Joseph was his 12th son, the last son, the youngest son. Now, you guys may remember the story of Joseph in the coat of many colors. Jacob favored Joseph among his brothers because he came from Rachel. Now, Jacob worked seven years for his uncle Laman for his daughter Rachel, but was instead he was conned into marrying her sister Leah. And so Jacob had to work an additional seven years to be given Rachel. And so because Jacob favored Joseph, his brothers despised him. They were jealous of him. They threw him into a well and selling him into slavery. In context of our present time in 2021 in our nation, that's a revelation all in itself given Joe Biden's connections to China and Ukraine as selling out our nation to those, selling out the United States to those nations. And so Joseph ended up in Egypt where God's favor was with him and elevated him to second in command. And so when famine hit the land, Jacob and Joseph's 11 brothers ended up in Egypt for food and water. That ultimately, that event ultimately led to Israel's captivity for 400 years. And so God led Israel out through the events of Exodus, which was led by Moses. Now, interestingly, you will see the very themes of the Exodus with the division of the sea and the flood from Genesis, the 40 years in the wilderness, captivity and slavery. All of those themes will play a central and consistent theme in the names of Biden and Harris. Now, I actually did a very profound and a very significant message about that this past Christmas concerning the number 400, its connection to the events in Exodus, as well as Genesis, its connection to the birth of Christ, as well as the purpose and the very founding of our nation and connection to Israel. Now, Israel's dependence upon Egypt actually led to their enslavement. Now, this is a very grave warning concerning socialism in which I believe God is telling us and warning us 
of things that will unfold and happen if we are not careful and we do not turn back to him and repent. Now, the name Joseph in Hebrew actually comes from the root word Yosef, which means he will add. Genesis chapter 30, verses 23 through 24, Rachel gives birth to a son, and she named him Joseph, meaning, may the Lord God add to me another son. Now, the letter J is in the Hebrew is the letter Yod. The 10th letter of the Hebrew alphabet is called Yod, having the numerical value of 10. The pentagram for Yod looks like an arm or a hand and is most frequently occurring letter in scripture, as well as the smallest of all the letters. Now, in Jewish mystical tradition and teachings, Yod re- represents a mere dot, a divine point of energy. Now, since Yod is used to form all the other letters, and since God uses the letters as building blocks of creation, Yod indicates God's omnipresence. The letter Yod, being the smallest of the letters, is also a picture of humility. Now, the letter P in the letter H in the Hebrew is the letter Pei. The 17th Hebrew alphabet letter is the Hebrew letter Pei, having the numerical value of 80, and it means mouth. Now, last year, the year 2020, or the Jewish New Year 5780, was the year of Pei, the year of the mouth. Now, that in itself is a very incredible revelation that should have predicted or even foretold the outcome of the 2020 presidential elections. Now, when I gave the prophetic word for the year 2020, because of the associations of the number 20, we did predict that judgment and tribulations will begin to unfold over our nation beginning in March of that year. The pictograph for pay looks something like a mouth, whereas the classical Hebrew script is constructed of a cough with an inverted vav or a ascending yacht. Now, you'll see the letter cough later in connection to Kamala Harris's name, which also is just absolutely revealing and very profound. Now, you'll also notice that there is a hidden bet within the letter pay. This particular shape of the letter is actually required when a scribe writes Torah scrolls. Now, there is a Jewish teaching about the hidden bet and pay that appoints to the very creation of God, beginning with the word of God. But in the context of Joe Biden's name, I believe that the hidden bet in the letter pay reveals a hidden agenda to his appointment as president, which I believe will be for the sole purpose of Kamala Harris, which I'm going to get into when I get to her name. Now, the name Biden translates into the Hebrew letters of Bet, Dalet, and Nun, or Nun. Now, if you take the letters of Dalet and Nun, you have the name of Dan. Now, in the Bible, Dan was born through Jacob's wife, Rachel, through her maidservant, Bilhah, in Genesis 30, verse 6, saying that God has vindicated me. He has listened to my plea and given me a son. Now, therefore, the name Dan actually means God is my judge. And in Genesis chapter 47, when Jacob is pronouncing a blessing over his 12 sons in verses 16 and 17, when Jacob gets to his son, Dan, he says, 
Dan will provide justice for his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan will be a snake by the roadside, a viper along the path that bites the horse's heels so that its rider tumbles backward. Now, perhaps this tells us that Biden, in connection to the sins of the Obama legacy and the passing of all of these unjust and evil laws, will be connected to God's divine judgment and justice over this nation. The letter B in the Hebrew is the letter Bet. The letter Bet is the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet, having the numerical value of two, and it means house. Now, on a side note, I actually want to make a reference to Kim Clement's prophecy in 2014 or 15, where he actually predicted that there would be two presidents at one time. Now, it's going to be interesting to see if that actually happens or not, but people believe that was a connection to President Trump. However, I believe it could be a reference to what might happen between Biden and Harris. Now, the pictographer bed is a house or a dwelling. I actually did a message back in September concerning a vision I had relating to Kamala Harris. I mentioned in that vision that whenever God shows me a house, I know that he is sending me a message concerning the church, his house or kingdom, or something that he is actually going to do dealing with concerning the church. Now, you'll know that in scripture, the Bible tells us that when judgment be happens, it first begins with the house of the Lord. Now, the classical Hebrew letter uh, looks something like a house constructed of three vaults. Now, notice the opening on the left side of the letter. It functions as a window for the letter, for the letter form. In other words, this president, Joe Biden, did not enter the White House by the front door. In fact, he actually went through a window which was left open. Now, interestingly, in Kabbalistic literature, that also represents otherness duality, and a paradox. Now, you'll also see that connection later to the letter Resh and Kamala Harris's name dealing with idolatry or foreign gods. Duality is going to be a consistent theme in both of these names. Now, the three vavs add up to the number 18, which is the same value for the word che, that means life. That has also been a very big central reoccurring theme over our nation since 2019 dealing with abortion and late-term abortion. Now, if you take the number 306, which is the number of the electoral votes claimed that Biden won, and you add them up, it actually equals the number 9. The number 9 not only represents the number of months in pregnancy, it also represents finality and judgment as Jesus died at the ninth hour of the day, 3 p.m., for the judgment or the atonement of sin. Now, I did a video on that concerning the elections and that number's connection to King Hoshea, who was Israel's last king, who only gained the throne through conspiracy by killing of King Pekah. Now, the letter D in the Hebrew is the letter Dalit. The letter Dalit is the fourth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. The letter Dalit is actually the source of the Greek letter Delta. And as you can see by the similarities in the two letters' names, the English letter D is derived from Dalit as well. Now, while the specific reason for the letter being named Dalit is not known, many believe that it is because one of the letter's predecessors 
in even more ancient languages than the Hebrew language, looked like a door. Now, in the Hebrew language, the word for door is dalet. The bent shape of the dalet symbolizes a needy person who is bent over. The word dalet actually comes from the two root words of dala, which means to draw out or impoverish, and the word dalut, meaning poor or impoverished. Now, this possibly reveals that this president, Joe Biden, may lead this nation into financial turmoil with all of the excessive spending, which may lead to hyperinflation, causing a market bubble to finally pop, opening the door for socialistic programs. I believe that Kamala Harris will play an even bigger role in. Now, Dalit can also represent loneliness in the consciousness of possessing nothing of one's own. Now, if you think of what socialism actually means and what it is, there is no privately owned property. Everything is owned by the public. It's shared. Now, as a door, Dalit also symbolizes or represents the choice to open ourselves to the hope of our dreams or to remain closed off and alienated. Now, the letter N in the Hebrew is the letter Nun or Nun. The letter Nun is the 14th letter of the Hebrew alphabet having a numerical value of 50. So in the Bible, the number 50 represents freedom in a jubilee, which also occurs on the 50th year after seven sets of seven years. Interestingly, this is also a foreshadow of Daniel's 70 weeks prophecy, which is 70 years times seven, totaling 490 years. Now in the Hebrew calendar, their system is based off of the seven days of creation in the first week. So a cycle consists of seven years, and the seventh year is a Shemitah year. It's set aside as a holy year of rest. And so the seventh year of the seventh set of Shemitahs, you have a Jubilee year where the captives are set free. Now, interestingly, we are actually in the sixth year of the seven-year cycle. So next year, in 2022, or the Hebrew year 5782, will be a Shemitah year, the seventh year. Now, the pictograph for noon resembles something like a seed, whereas the classical Hebrew script is constructed of a bent vav with a crown like a zayin. So, according to Jewish mysticism, noon is said to represent both faithfulness and the reward for faithfulness and humility, as in the case of Moses. And so what this tells me is that by the end of these four years, by the end of this presidency, I believe it will result and be purposed for freedom, for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, for revival and repentance. Now, because there are no vowels in the Hebrew alphabet, Kamala Harris's name translates into six Hebrew letters of Kaf, Mem, Lamed, Hey, Resh, and Shin. Now, this actually translates into a very specific message and meaning. Now, the letter K in the Hebrew is the letter Kaf. The letter Kaf is the 11th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, having the numerical value of 20. Now, I've talked a lot about that number in connection to the year 2020, as well as the 50-50 split in the U.S. Senate. Now, the number 20 in the Bible represents a completion of a complete waiting or testing period resulting in a reward or discipline or judgment, depending upon the outcome and the choices made during that 20-year testing period, which can also be seen as the 11th hour, which also represents a time of testing and tribulation. 
Now, I talked a lot more specifically about that in my previous video about the 50-50 split in the Senate and its connection to the events of 9-11. But all you have to do is take a look back at, the, at last year, the year 2020, dealing with that number, and that will tell you everything you need to know and how that number connects to our nation in this time period and in this context. Now, the pictograph for Kof looks like a palm of a hand, whereas the classical Hebrew script is constructed of a bent line that appears somewhat like a crown on the head of a prostrating king. So if you take a look back at last year's events of 2020 and everything that we saw happening to President Trump and what the events of coronavirus, the impeachments, all that stuff, I also talked about that in connection to the total solar eclipse that happened over America in August of 2017. We're at the point of the total solar eclipse is where the sun emits what we call a corona, a glow. So in the Bible, the sun represents Gentile nations in connection to Israel. And so what that warned us was that something catastrophic was coming to our nation in connection to Israel. As in Joel chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, the sun is blackened out as a sign of judgment to the nations because they divided up the land of Israel and scattered its people. Now, I also talked specifically about that in my video I did in reference to the two-state solution that our nation put forth that would have divided up the land of Israel, giving portions of the West Bank, which is Judah, to the Palestinians. I also covered this explicitly in my prophetic word concerning the year 2020. Now, the letter M in the Hebrew is the letter Mem. The letter Mem is the 13th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, having the numerical value of 40. The pentagraph of Mem looks like a wave of water, whereas the classical Hebrew script is constructed of a kaf with a vav beside it. Traditionally, Mem has several meanings of waters, people, nations, languages, and tongues, all which are also very persistent symbols and themes throughout the book of Revelation concerning the end times, specifically Revelation chapters 13 and 17, where the beast rises out of the sea and the scarlet prostitute woman is found riding on top of the beast who is sitting on many waters. Now, the name of the letter probably signifies water itself, and its most ancient forms bore a resemblance to waves of water. Now, that's really interesting given that June of last year, I actually had a dream or a vision of a massive tidal wave hitting the Northeast Coast, specifically New York City. I also had a vision a few weeks ago about a storm along the sea, along the, co the Northeast Coast of the United States, destroying the cities of Boston, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and New York City, which I believe is a connection to George Washington's vision of the three perils. Now, water also constitutes a vital element in our lives. A human being is largely composed of water, and the majority of the earth is covered with it. Now, there are two forms of the mem, the open mem and the closed mem. Now, the open form is said to represent the revealed truth of God as demonstrated by Moses, Whereas the closed form is said to represent the concealed truth of God, as demonstrated by the Mashiach or Messiah. Now, additionally, the mem represents the womb. It can represent the womb, which ends with a closed mem. 
The closed mem represents the nine months where the womb is closed. The open mem represents the period of childbirth when the womb is open. I also had a concerning vision of a birth just a few weeks ago. The Bible tells us that in the end times, when people say that peace and safety, sudden destruction will come upon them like labor pains of a woman in childbirth. So if you guys have not read that word or seen that video, when you get a chance, check it out. It's on our website in the prophetic section. And you can also find it in the video sections of our social media pages as well as our YouTube channel. Now, that has been, like I said, a very central theme over our nation since 2019 at the passing of late-term abortion that started in New York. And when I get further into this word, you're going to see that. Now, the gematra of Mem is 40, which is also associated with testing period. 40 is the number of days that it rained upon the earth during the flood in Genesis. 40 is also the number of days where Moses spent on Mount Sinai. Moses actually ascended the mountain three separate times. Now, 40 also represents a metamorphosis, a transformation. After 40 days, the embryo of a child begins to assume a recognizable form. Additionally, a mikvah or a baptism pool has the ability to change an individual from a state of impurity to purity, a washing. And if one wants to under, undertake a conversion or a cleansing, one must immerse in the mikvah or the pool whereupon his soul is revealed. Now, this is why Jesus said, in order to see the kingdom of God, a person must be reborn. This is why Jesus was also baptized and why we are also commanded to be baptized. Interestingly, the nation of Israel also went through a rebirth when the nation was reestablished in 1948. Our nation has a very profound and a very divine connection to the reestablishment of the Jewish people in Israel. I also covered that a lot and specifically in the previous message I gave concerning President Trump. Now, this could very well mean that our nation is about to go through a rebirth process which I believe will result in repentance and revival. Now, God brought a flood upon the world for 40 days and 40 nights. The waters of the flood were not for revenge, but it is commonly assumed that it was for the atonement to purify and transform the world in much the same way a mikvah purifies a person or a baptism. Now, in the Bible, the sea also represents a period of trial, of testing, and tribulation. Revelation chapter 13, concerning the seven-year tribulation period of the Antichrist, the beast and the beast system of the Antichrist are seen rising from out of the sea. Revelation chapter 17, we see a scarlet woman who is also called a prostitute, who is sitting on the beast over many waters. Now, the color scarlet is also associated to royalty, which we will see even more profoundly connected to the next letter of Kamala's name. Now, what this letter reveals to me is that it is intimately connected to the events of 2019's passing of late-term abortion. Now, interestingly, Kamala Harris does not have any children of her own. She chose not to have any as a sign of a woman's pro-choice over her body and for the choice to choose abortion. Now, that tells me two things. That one, that God will use 
her appointment to deal with the issues of abortion in our nation. And secondly, that her appointment represents a sign of judgment in our nation because of things like abortion and late-term abortion. Now, the letter L in Hebrew is the letter Lamed. The Hebrew letter Lamed is the 12th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, kind of like the 12th hour. Having the numerical value of 30, the pictograph of Lamed looks like a shepherd's staff or a goat, whereas the classical Hebrew script is constructed of a cough and a vav standing upon it. The letter Lamed is unique in the Hebrew alphabet since it is the tallest letter. And as the 12th letter, it is considered the central letter or the heart of the Hebrew alphabet. Now, this letter is the tallest letter of the Hebrew alphabet since it stands taller than all the other letters. It represents royalty. In biblical and times prophetic sense, Lamed represents Jesus, the King of all kings, the Almighty. And just as Jesus warned also to watch out for false messiahs, false kings, false shepherds in sheep's clothing, or wolves in sheep's clothing. Now, another meaning for the letter Lamad can also mean to instruct, to teach, or to learn, even as through discipline, as the Lord disciplines those he loves. Now, the name of the letter Lamad comes from its shape, resembling a cattle prod or a shepherd's staff, which was a tool used in biblical times. It was a piece of wood that was shaped like the letter Lamad. The shepherd or farmer would use it to redirect his animals as if he was guiding or teaching the animals the correct way to go. Now, the name Israel starts with the letter Yon, the smallest letter, and it ends with the letter Lamed, the tallest and the biggest letter. Now, I believe that in itself is a very prophetic revelation in relation to Biden-Harris presidency. The Yon representing Biden Meaning the presidency begins with Biden and the Lamad at the end representing Kamala. Now, in relation to Israel, Israel started off as the smallest of all the nations, which in return became the centerpiece of the world. Now, other scholars bring the interpretation that the nation of Israel will start off small, modest, but when the end of days come, the nation will be higher and exalted above everyone else and will teach all the nations about the divine truth of the Lord. And so what this letter also reveals to me is that Kamala Harris, who started off in the 2020 presidential elections, completely losing the primaries to being appointed as vice president and will most likely end up being appointed to the presidency of the United States at some point, I believe in the very near future, to the commander-in-chief over our military. Now, just as the shepherd's staff was used to correct and lead the path of sheep, this tells me that God is going to use Kamala Harris as an instrument of correction to the church and the nation to bring humility and repentance. Now, just as the Bible tells us that when God's judgments are in the earth, its inhabitants learn righteousness. So God oftentimes will use the existence of evil as a period of testing and trial, such as how when when Satan tempted Jesus when he was in the wilderness, it was a period of testingness to refine his people and to bring about humility and to strengthen us. Now, the letter H in Hebrew is the letter Hey. The fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Hey, have the numerical value of five. 
The number five in the Bible symbolizes grace. Hey is also a guttural letter, which is why I'm not pronouncing it as the guttural form, and it's used and pronounced from the back of the throat. Now, in the pictograph for hey looks like a man with his arms raised, whereas the classical Hebrew script is constructed of two valves of the dalit with an unattached and inverted yod that functions as the foot of the letter. The dalit and the yod in hey can also symbolize that Kamala Harris is the moving force behind the Biden presidency. Now, the meaning of the name hey means to look or behold. This is the same word from the Greek that is used in Revelation chapter 6 and connection to the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The word hey has three meanings. Now, the first is here is, as in Genesis 43, 23, where Joseph is second in command in Egypt, distributes the seed and food to his brothers. Now, this interpretation is interesting when you compare it to the emerging threat of socialism. Now, the next meaning is to be distributed, troubled, or I'm, I'm sorry, the next is to be disturbed, to be troubled, or to be grieved, as it states in Daniel chapter 7, when Daniel had the three visions of the beast and was disturbed. Now, the third meaning is to behold, which refers to a beholding a revelation. Now, what this reveals is a connection to the judgment of plague famine, and the sword and military conquest, which are all present in the end times in Revelation chapter 6 through the four horsemen. This also, revealed, this also reveals connections to the effects of famine and plague. Just as Israel was led into Egyptian captivity, the threats of socialism never lead to freedom. Now, in the end, I believe this sets up the state for the mighty move of God just as he delivered Israel in Israel's Red Sea moment, I believe that moment is also coming for our nation. Now, the letter R in the Hebrew is the letter Resh. Resh is the 20th letter of the Hebrew alphabet with a commensurate value of 200. There is that connection to the number 20 as in 2020. Now, the pictograph of the Resh represents an individual who is bent over, a poor person. This letter has resemblance and also a connection to the letter Dalit, again revealing the duality between Biden and Harris, which I'm going to explain a little bit more in a moment. Now, Resh is also connected to Kof, as I said in the number 20. The Resh is composed of two lines, one horizontal and one vertical. It looks very similar to the letter Dalit, but the difference between the letters Resh and Dalit is that the Dalit has a Yud at its upper right-hand corner, which the Resh lacks. The absence of the Yud is important also in another way. The Yud represents one who is obedient to God. So the Resh is the unholy, the unholy counterpart of the Dalit. If a Resh is substituted for the Dalit in the word Ekad, which represents the oneness and the unity of the Holy Trinity of God, the word then becomes another word, Aker, meaning other. Now, the mere removal of the Dalit's Yud changes the concept of one God to other gods, or idolatry worship. By removing the Yud, 
thus declaring one's belief in other gods. The Midrash tells us that it is as if one is actually destroying worlds. Now, where the Dalit represents Biden, the Resh represents Harris. Now, on September 25th of 2020, last year, right before the elections, I published a video. Most of you guys already have seen it. I briefly mentioned this in the beginning of this message, where I had a vision of a black dog who was speaking to me. And it's a connection. It was a connection to Kamala Harris. And it told me to prepare the way Lilith, the destroyer, is coming. Now, interestingly, the name Kamala actually comes from a Hindu religion, which means lotus, which is a type of water lily. And in the Hindu religion, lotus is a Hindu goddess. So we can clearly see the letter He, which means water, in the letter Resh, representing other gods, idolatry, or evil. So the Gemetra value or the numerical value of Resh is 200. Now in Jewish, in Jewish law, a poor person is actually permitted to collect charity from a synagogue if he or she does not possess 200 Zuz. Now in Levitical law, God commanded the farmers not to pick up the excess harvest that fell to the ground so that the poor can come and collect it. This is called Zuz. And so if a person does not have that, then they are permitted to collect charity from the synagogue. Now, the word resh essentially means one who is poor. Now, the poverty of the resh is actually a lot more wretched than the destitution of the Dalit, a Dal who is also is a poor person. Now, the poor person represented by the Dalit has a pittance, but the resh has nothing. So in Jewish law, in the Jewish community, there is a saying that says that there is no poor person except he who is poor in knowledge. The resh is far away from God and is considered an evil person in Jewish society. The resh is viewed as not just someone who is poor or without money, but is beyond poor, being completely poor spiritually and poor in knowledge, living a life completely absent from God. Now, the Talmud, a Jewish law, says that the Resh also stands for the word Rasha, which means an evil person. Now, this letter foretells a lot. And in this context, in our present times, it reveals that Kamala Harris's connection again to socialism and an evil agenda to lead others away from the truth of God. But I believe, just as Joseph told his brothers, what you meant for harm, God has used it for good. For the saving of many lives. God will use this to bring about repentance and humility to our nation, drawing people back to Him. Now, there are two possible translations for the letter S, but the most commonly used letter for S in the Hebrew is the letter Shin or Sin. Shin is the 21st Hebrew alphabet letter, having the gematra value of 300, and it means teeth to press and sharp now the pictograph of shin resembles or symbolizes two things first it symbolizes teeth which can represent the divine righteous judgments of god and secondly it symbolizes three flames a symbol of the holy spirit which the bible tells us that god is a consuming fire it's also connected to the outpouring of the spirit and in joel chapter 3 concerning the end times this is where 
things really get interesting. So on August 4th of 2020, this past August, I published a prophetic word concerning the Jewish New Year, 5781, or the year 2021, the year that we are in now. And I gave a prophetic word, which I titled the year 2021, the year of Shin. That is the year that we are in. Now, last year's prophetic word, the year 2020, year 5780, was the year of pay, the mouth. Now, this foretells that Kamala Harris's appointment signifies coming judgment for the progressive liberalism that has put forth evil laws of abortion and gay marriage and the idolatry of the worship of government through progressivism. Now, this is why we saw massive civil unrest in predominantly liberal, democratically led cities. These cities literally were destroying themselves. Now, interestingly, I also published a dream that my wife had concerning New York City where she saw the city 300 feet underneath the ocean surface. Now, Kamala itself is a name that means, like I said, lotus, but it also actually means, it can also mean pale red in Sanskrit. Lotus in Hindu translates to the name Kakshmi, which is a Hindu goddess of the lotus flower, as I mentioned before, or in the other words, a water lily. So in the Bible, in Revelation chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, when the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard a second living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. So her name can translate in Hindu to lotus or pale red. So in conclusion, when everything is spelled out, now are you guys ready for this? The name Kamala Harris in Hebrew, it essentially translates to mean this. In the Hebrew, it reads from right to left. So if we read the words from right to left, it is shin, resh, hey, lamad, mem, and kaf. And it means, it goes something like this. The shin, the judgment of God on the resh, the evil persons, will hey, it will occur when the resh, the lamed, is exalted to a cheap position resulting in a mem, a flood or a rebirth, which leads the nation to the kaf, the repentance or grace of God. Now, let me say that again. It's a little, it sounds a little confusing. The shin, the judgment of God on the resh, which is an evil person, will occur, the hate, when the resh or the, the evil person is exalted, the lamed, resulting in a flood, the mem, leading the nation to the kaf, the repentance and the grace of God. Now, if you read it from left to right, like what we do in English, it would probably read something like this. The repentance of God, or the revival, the cough, from the, from the flood, the mem, will occur when the exalted evil person is judged, the shin. So when you look at the entire picture, when you look at the Hebrew meanings behind the names of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, it tells us that there is that their appointments to the presidency is not a coincidence or an accident and that they're both divinely connected to each other that this is there is a great purpose behind what is happening and as i said at the beginning of this message each and every single one of us we have to make a choice 
the choice to believe that everything is by a divine plan or purpose, to see all the connections that are taking place, or to make the choice to believe that all of this is just a random act of chance is all just a coincidence. Because it is never a matter of if God is speaking. God is always speaking, so it's always a matter of what God is speaking. God is not limited unlike we are. He has all of creation, all of time, all of space. He has his entire word, the history to communicate to us. And right now the Lord is doing, he is doing all that he can to get our attention, to get our attention, to let us know, to speak to us that he is real. His word is real. He is faithful and trustworthy, meaning that he does everything that he says he will do. He will carry out every prophetic word that he speaks. He is faithful. And the question is, what do we want to receive from him? Do we want to receive mercy? Do we want grace? Do we want goodness, faithfulness, justice through his son, Jesus? Or do we want to be on the other end to receive judgment and condemnation for those who are in sin, who have rejected his word and rejected his son, Jesus? We never know how much time that we have left. And at any given moment, that time can be up. So I want to offer up a prayer that will help to open the door to your faith, that will draw you into the right direction with the Lord. The Bible tells us that all who call upon the name of Jesus shall and will be saved. It is our faith in Jesus, just like I mentioned before, that brings about a rebirth where we are made new, a new creation in him. And our sins of our past are washed away and they're forgotten. And our future, our present becomes permanently engraved in the promises of life, of all eternity in Jesus. We're not, we're not gonna remain dead. But as the Bible tells us, we will be resurrected with Christ for all eternity, for those who believe in him. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for your precious word and your Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for every letter in your Bible, for every revelation given about each letter and word, and that all of them reveal the truth of who you are, that you truly are indeed the Lord God, Jesus, the Messiah. Now I confess that I'm a sinner and I believe in you and in your name, Jesus. I ask that you please forgive me of my sins and forgive each person who is praying this prayer with me. I ask that you send your precious spirit to help them to lead and guide them. Give them greater faith to believe and to walk according to the callings and the purposes that you have given them. And may you watch over all of us in Jesus' name that I pray and I ask. Amen. Now you can find more great teachings just like this one on our website at tribeofchristians.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and follow the Tribe of Christians podcast and on our social media pages, Facebook and YouTube to stay up to date on every single new message that we put forth. Now this concludes this episode's broadcast. I am Brandon Dawson with the Tribe of Christians. Keep running the race. Keep finding a good find of faith. And may God continue to bless you and be with you always.